Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, he want that. Mm hmm. Cali. ATL, Jacob, ATL, Jacob. All right, and it is now time for another episode of Correct's Guide to Getting A in the A. How are you doing, Atlanta? <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about, um, I think, a topic that. If you're in Atlanta, you probably are pretty <laughs> you're pretty versed in this topic, but um, you know, maybe you don't let other people know that you're really versed in this topic. Um, we're gonna talk about threesomes, foursomes, moresomes. Are you doing it? Have you done it? Will you do it again? Um, but first, let's throw it over here to my bestie. And a deep petty princess. <laughs> So, yes. let's talk about, um, well, first off, how do you feel about polygamy? Okay, so polygamy is when you're... In a relationship. Right. With more than one person. And everybody know about everybody. Okay, but that's... Polygamy is with women. Like, you have more than one woman. And it can be more than one husband, too. But I've that's seen that, poly too. That's polyamory. Okay, okay, okay. And then polyamory is all of that together. I know, what do we think about polyamory? What do we just think about it in general? Um, F, like I, so I'm a cancer, so you know I'm soft and pink on the inside. So mm-hmm. at one point in time, I was like, I don't like to share. I want to be in a romantic relationship with one person. I don't feel that way no more. Now I feel like I'm with it as long as I ain't got to share nothing. Like, I'm cool with sharing a husband. Mm-hmm. I'm not cool with sharing a kitchen. And, you know, and that's the thing. Like, because I feel like if you're going to be in a successful poly relationship, because it's like I've watched, like, Sister Wives and all those, like, little chibi shows. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I would give them, they all have their own households. Mm-hmm. Like, they may be sitting up there like, oh, I wish I had more time with Tom. I only see him on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she got her own house. Mm-hmm. Like, her bills are paid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fully furnished. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody sleeping on mattresses on the floor. Mm-hmm. You got to have a coin to support multiple women. Exactly. And I am a staunch um, advocate against polygamy, which is... Polygamy. <laughs> polygamy is... <laughs> When these hotel dudes be trying to get you into these polyamorous relationships so that he can spread the bills out among everybody that's there. I've seen that before. And that is ghetto. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, our ancestors in Africa did have situations that were polyamorous. But the chiefs and the rich, like, merchant people of the tribes had multiple wives and women and concubines like the like goat herd nigga did not have uh, two, honey, three I'm gonna tell you a story I had never seen no shit like this before in my life so I used to have this barber mm-hmm. that I went to mm-hmm. and I always thought that my barber was like a little DL or whatever just because of like the little comments that he would make or whatever like to me or whatever and it would always be like you know in passing like where he like whispered the shit and it just felt like I don't know it just felt sketchy to me so it's like I never entertained him with his foolishness but so finally one day he stopped cutting hair in a shop 
So I had to then go to this man's house mm-hmm. to let him cut my hair. Mm-hmm. Child, when I get to his house, I see all the foolishness that's going on in there. So he had like a living baby mama or whatever. They had a cute little baby or whatever. Like the girl all happy. She lived with her man. He'd make a little coin. She'd make a little coin, whatever. They good. But I knew that he also had like this little boy that he messed around with because the boy used to come to the shop mm-hmm. or whatever. Honey, what I tell you, I was shocked to get over there for my haircut one day and to see that the boy was over there in the same bed with, like, the girl. It was a bunch of fools just going on mm. or whatever, but it was that polygamy shit, whatever you said it was called, <laughs> you know, because what I found out was, like, the reason why he was getting out of the shop or whatever it was because he was setting up this shit at home where they took care of him. Mm-hmm. It was... It was mm-hmm. so interesting to see. I, You know, the only... Like, I, any time... I hear a dude talk about like polyamory. My ears like immediately start like getting red and like melting off of my face. But there's been one time when I thought that like, okay, I can see that. It was when D. Ray Davis said that he had two girlfriends and he was paying for everything. Like they each had their own room. Mm-hmm. He was paying all the bills. They didn't need to contribute anything. And I was like, see, that's a little bit more like how I would. Like, if that set up, you know, I can kind of go with that. Except, the bitches got to share a kitchen. So, I need my whole, like, at least my own condo. Mm -hmm. Definitely prefer my own house, you know, like. And then, me and, you know, my brother, sister, wife can coordinate the times that I gotta see you. Or you see, I wouldn't even want to see him. Like, <sighs> give me my own house. Like, because my thing is this. Like, if... Okay, so... I feel like, low-key, for some people, that may not be a bad idea. Right? Okay. You know, because sometimes in relationships... You may get tired of the person. You may not want to see them every single day. Mm-hmm. So imagine, you know, having a husband who, like, take care of, like, like your whole house. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. You ain't really got to go to work if you don't want to. You can mm-hmm. sit in your house. And you only have to see him, like, on fucking Mondays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like a win-win, like, situation. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, you get to read your books, girl. <laughs> like, you can take long, hot baths and drink your wine without nobody aggravating you. Like, that... Don't that don't sound bad? To me. Okay. Yeah, I can actually probably go for that. That actually sounds like uh, stress free. I mean, I'm gonna do that anyway. Even if I get married, I feel like me and my husband need to live in separate houses. I mean, they could be next door to each. Mm. See, you know, I don't believe in the separate houses, mm. but you know, I do believe in. You remember on Sex in the City? Where, like, when Carrie didn't get rid of her, like, little apartment or whatever, mm-hmm. and when she would get tired of Big before his unfortunate demise, like, she would go to the, you know, apartment, or she would give the keys to Miranda or Charlotte mm-hmm. when they got tired of their husbands. Like, I do feel like that's, you know... Like, taking a break. Yeah, it's like, just take a little... Not even a break, a breather. Taking a breather. You know? So, taking a breather and... Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say that I still want my separate place. <laughs> I'm going to do... I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, yeah, me and my husband need to live in separate houses. I was going to say that we could be next door neighbors, but I'm kind of like... Too close to comfort. Too close, maybe two blocks mm-hmm. down. Like it looks like a 10-minute like drive. I, like it needs to, you know, it needs to feel like I'm going there with intention. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to accidentally like, you know, walk past my house and then end up at your house. Like I need to like, 
yeah, there was some effort in getting to your place just a little bit. Like, not a lot of effort, but, like, you know, maybe I need to take, like, one more to stop. You know, you know, like, you know, maybe take like from Atlantic Station to at least Lennox, like maybe that. Okay, I'm here for that. Like a good, like a good ten minute drive. Like a good ten minute or train ride. You know, get in the car and listen to you know a few songs, and then I'm there. I'm here for that. See, I could do that though. See, I'm needy like in a relationship. Like my man can't be, you know. Five blocks away, like fuck that. Be under me. I mean, he can sleep over sometimes. You know, mm, you we can have slumber parties. Uh, slumber parties in marriage. Uh, <laughs> he can sleep over. Mm-mm. Well, what? Like, Honey, you ain't ready for marriage, girl. Well, what about? But what about the people who like live like have a bicoastal marriage or like? Well, I feel like that's different. You know, because like, let's say if your work takes you, you know, around the world or mm-hmm. around the country or whatever, that's one thing. But like, if you live in the same city, like, honey, I don't feel like you or your husband need, you know, two houses. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like a recipe for a disaster to be. That to me, that sounds like pre-divorce. Like you already plotting to live your separate life. <sighs> yeah, okay. I... Or it happens when people don't like their significant other. Because I have seen cases where wives don't like their husbands or husbands don't like their wives. We have. Uh, I've seen that on reality TV. We see it in reality. Uh, (laughs) We see it in reality. Uh, Um, I don't know. I mean, because there's lots of people that I, like, absolutely love. Like, love them. Love them and, like, love their energy. And... I still would like I just want to live by myself though like I love my mom I would not want to live in the house with my mama <laughs> well I, you know I get that because but my thing for me the reason why I wouldn't want to live with my mama again mm-hmm. is because I remember my mama saying something to me once when I was like transitioning into adulthood and it stuck with me she said too many grown folks can't live under the house under I the say that and all the I, time and I believe that because it's like in, I like for my household to be ran the way I like for my household exactly. to be ran. Like, so I remember one time when I had moved out on my own. Mm-hmm. It was my first, like, little condo. Like, I'm living there by myself. My mom came to visit me. And I had told her when she got there, this is how I like things to go. This is how we do things in my house. This is a little bit differently than how we did things in your house. But this is whatever. So I get home one day. Mom and I went against my house rules and just doing shit how she wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And we had to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I said, do you remember when I was 16 <laughs> years old and you told me when I get in my house and I pay my own bills, I could do whatever hell I want to do? I said, well, look around. Okay. You think we are good. We, uh, not look around. <laughs> we are in my house right now. I pay these bills. <laughs> it's how I want it to be done. Look around. Look around. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time and like I hate when my mom looks at me like I'm speaking Greek or I got two heads okay. when I say that okay. like I'm gonna go home she's like why are you going home there's too many adults in this okay. house it's like five of y'all okay. like in this one house okay and it's I don't understand too, how that works it's too many people who doing what they want to do I gotta go back to my okay. house like, where there's some rules some stability and some structure okay everybody over here just doing whatever the oh, hell they want really, <laughs> I got time for that. Crazy. But, but you know, I don't even believe in roommates like that. Honestly, I, you know, yeah, I don't either, you know. But that's why I want to live by myself. I want my husband to be my roommate. Okay. I don't need that. 
and you know I don't want to get like real petty with like just daily stuff, you know, like want to choke him. Like, look at this nigga chew sandwiches. Okay. Just doing look, nothing. Okay. Well, look at him watching TV. Look at the way this nigga eat toast. Okay. I don't want to just get like that. Like, you know, I don't want to, you know, not, I want the love, lovey-dovey feeling. I think that maybe living together can diminish that. But who knows? Maybe I'll find somebody who I can live with and not want to throw I, off the I hope that happens for you. Because I used to be like that. I used to be, it used to be a point where I would literally get excited when I knew that my significant other was leaving the house. Mm -hmm. You know, because that gave me time, bitch. I could meditate. You know, honey. I could light my sage, honey. You know, just do whatever I feel like I needed to do. Like, and just be excited. Because it's something about being in the house by yourself. There's peace Mm -hmm. when you're in a home alone. You know, like, I don't even want an animal there. Like, bitch, no pets. Like, I just want to be there by myself. But it's like now with my, you know, fiance, it's like I miss him when he ain't there. Like I'd be like, uh-huh. baby, you coming home? Lovey dovey shit. I know. Mm-hmm. I hope I find that too. Girl, you gonna find it one I day. I really do. Honey. And while you find it, honey, hopefully, girl, honey, you'll find a good threesome or a foursome, girl. Listen, I, as I enjoy a good threesome or a foursome. Girl. Or a morsel. Girl, more is more. More is more. Honey. More is more. Ain't anybody just saying ain't lying. Okay. <laughs> have you had a threesome? Girl, I have. Have you had a foursome? Have I had? No, I have not had a foursome. Okay. I think I've okay. only, I, think, I think the most that have been there. Well, no, okay, so there have been four people in the room. Okay. But it was two couples in the room. So okay. technically it wasn't a foursome because we weren't all doing each other interchangeably. Okay. Okay. So I guess that was just a morsome. Okay. Girl, I don't know, girl. No, with it. No, that was kind of like. A foursome. I guess because it's like okay, we y'all over here doing y'all thing, honey. Like we over here doing our thing, honey. But it's a little voyeurism. Yeah, yeah, because we can see everything. Still kind of like some sexual stuff coming from the other. Yeah, but I feel like that. Ooh, that was when I was young, though, honey. Eighteen year, nineteen year old foolishness, honey. But yeah, honey, it's only been a threesome so far. Okay. Okay. And why do you think people like threesomes? I, you know, I think that, and this is going to sound terrible, I think it's because we live in an era of low attention spans. I think and it's instant the, gratification. It's, it's something about the sugar uh-huh. that we had to, that we ate. Mm-hmm. You know, all that damn sugary cereal. So we just have low attention spans and, you know... The threesome, you know, you got all kind of knobs and buttons and okay. holes. And, Push, turn, okay. twist, okay. Okay, bop it. Okay. <laughs> twist it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, like there's just all kinds of stimulation happening at once. Um, definitely in a threesome. Absolutely in a foursome. Also absolutely in a moresome. See, this, then when you get into moresomes, that's when it's that's when you enter into that um, overstimulation territory. You might spaz out just a little bit because you just see all these flashing lights. Shout out to Kanye. Kanye a couple West. of shout out to Kanye. <laughs> you know. So I, okay. I want to know what all okay. do you do when do y'all assign roles oh. when you get past four. Okay. Like, um, whoever hit the bed first, that's the bottom. Um, wait, who hits the bed first? What if you just tired? <laughs> 
And I feel like uh, that's why you drink your coffee. You remember Ariana Grande had this, I've been drinking coffee. <laughs> honey, you got to be ready for you it. You do have to be Honey, what you going to show up for? Uh, for some more, more some honey lazy. Okay, so I. <laughs> like, that defeats the purpose. You need to come down with some energy. <laughs> so our executive producer, that is Blondie, asked the question. What do you do in the... Do we assign roles? Now, you can... Mm, communication see, is also but key. See, but I feel threesome. like you can assign a role if there's four... Not four play, but role play going on. Okay. You know, because you could be setting up a scene. Okay. So, if you set okay. the scene up, you know, like, everybody got a part to do. Everybody has... Right. This is theater. Okay. We better mm-hmm. put on a show. Mm-hmm. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Break right. I'm with it. Um... Probably not in a threesome. You don't assign a role to everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even in a foursome. Definitely in the moresome because you need to. Somebody needs to know where the Gatorade is. Uh-huh. You, you need to know where the snack uh-huh. table is. Uh-huh. Somebody need to be in charge of lube. Uh-huh. Edibles. Somebody need to be in charge of edibles. Mm-hmm. Liquor. Uh-huh. If you have, if you are so inclined to have, uh-huh. you know, those accoutrements. Uh-huh. Somebody needs to. Um, be on the um, on the camera sometimes. Child, I cannot. I think though, like for me and like the sex that I like to have, like I don't feel like there should be like any kind of like like I shouldn't have to say touch me like this or lay there like that. Like it's like you, I want everybody how to just fall in place, like <laughs> fall in place. Like, just do what you need to do. Like we all know, we all know our roles. Like and we know why we're here, you know. So let's do what we do best. Um. So we do all know why we're here. Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot. I'ma say that. But a lot of stuff, like th- there's a lot of stuff. First off, if you've never had a threesome or moresome, it can be kind of daunting because there's a lot right, of but stuff But that's why going you have on. the edibles. That's but, why you have had the shots that you get to see. But you, like, like, you have power dynamics go. You know, like, there might be two tops trying to assert their dominance. Well, over, guess what? Like, honey, know. somebody finna find out they the submissive. Okay, I you mean, know? it's kind of like the Lion King all over again. You know, like, have them hanging on to the edge of the bed. Okay. And then that, you know, the stronger top will push them over. Uh-huh. And like, you know, that type of stuff can happen, you know. There's always, like, the feeling of being left out. Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely don't want an odd number of people there. I guess that is true. Because I've know. been in a situation before where I was, like, you know, having, like, this playtime with this man who was very dominant. But he was only, like, five eight, five nine. <laughs> You know, so it's like, you know, I get you want to be like dominant dick daddy, but it's like, I'm looking at you like something that I can like literally pick up and flip around and just do whatever I feel like I need to do to. And it got to the point where it's like those roles reversed. So it was awkward because he was looking like, oh, I'm about to be sodomized. And I'm looking at him like, yes, sir. Like it's about to happen. So I guess like you should know what kind of roles you need to have because they can get flipped real quick. You will. But it's also a good time to like let go of some of those roles too. You know, like it's a good time to explore what you like because um, on the one hand, group sex can be very um, intimidating. But on the other hand, it'd be very freeing too because it's like all the pleasure isn't just like 
on you. Like mm-hmm. it's the, all the orgasm responsibility is not on you. <laughs> you know, all like, the orgasm responsibility. Okay, like, you know, like you just feel like a weight is lifted you know, off your okay, shoulders. Like, this is a you group know. project, you know. <laughs> so like you have a part to play. Somebody else has a part to play. Like. While you on the hole, somebody could be on the nipple. Somebody can be on this nipple. Somebody could be on the other erogenous zones, like inside the thigh. You know, somebody could be blowing the, the knee. Air, okay, you know. I, I get how it, You know, somebody, you know, somebody can help you help someone else get to their big O. Um, and you, you can explore things that you might like, you know. Some people like to be, um, what's it called? Eiffel Towered. Not the... Is it, you know, Eiffel Tower. I don't know why they call it an Eiffel Tower and not a double meeting. But you know what, though? I will just say it. That's some white folk shit. Like, <laughs> honey, like, I have never seen, like, two niggas just say, you know what? <laughs> like, mid penetration. Like, let's just, like, have a high five moment. Like, I don't get that. You never seen that before, girl. I've never seen that, even in porn or nothing. Like, okay. have you, producer Miss Ma'am, have you ever <laughs> seen that? Like, I just think that's white folks. Oh, trying to put the put the visual together. Like, okay, so at an Eiffel Tower, there's one person, like, Ooh. normally in doggy, and they're like getting fucked from this end, and oh, they're okay. sucking dick on this end, and then the men they high five like this, like that, right, with both yeah. hands. No, mm-hmm. no, I've seen it. That's a lame. Like you said, not even in porn. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely seen it in porn. Now, I also believe that I've seen it in person, but you know, that's I've, my business. I've never seen it. That is your business, <laughs> honey. Business. Honey. Um, I might have done it, you know, too. High five. That's what we believe in, too. I do enjoy it. I don't know. It's just something about there's a good amount of sensual energy in group sex. As long as you let go of your inhibition. Mm -hmm. And you also have to let go of your ego, too. You know, like, one of the things that I think is a terrible mistake is to be in a group session with in, in a relationship where both of you have not communicated, like, What's about to go down? Dude, that just sound like a recipe, it's a recipe for, for disaster. disaster. <laughs> sure. Why you, he fucking huff for so long? No. You don't eat my pussy like that. that you, know. sure. you ain't even ate my ass yet. And you all over there. Like, sure, I cannot it's with the foolishness. A for you know. What? And then you get like the rules. And then, but rules kind of feel like they go against the, like the, Atmosphere of a threesome or a more yeah, and see, and that's my thing. Like, I feel like if you're gonna go there, and if you're in a relationship, I feel like you should talk about okay, like, well, can we kiss the person? Right. You know, yeah. can we? Can can I like stare in his eyes while mm-hmm. he doing me? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have to mm-hmm. figure out how intimate you want that situation to be, mm-hmm. because I feel like there has to be some some something got to be still be sacred in the relationship. Like there has right. to be like some kind of line right. you don't cross, even if you're both you know bobbing and weaving on the same Come you know penis. And you know, weaving. like <laughs> oh, bob and weave. Mm-hmm. I support that. But I, but then how do you determine what is off 
limits. I you think know? that's just the, that's just a part of the conversation. Like you should just say, like, okay, well, hey, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I'm not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the things like that. You know, you can do. You know, these are the things that you can't do, you know, and I feel like all of those like little details should be ironed out before you even have the three cents. So for me, you know, that would actually be a hard conversation. Luckily, I'm not in a relationship. So this is all a moot point at this point. But I enjoy kissing. I I need that for like, you know, but that's also my problem is that like. Even if I have like a one night stand, I'd be looking passionately in their eyes and like kissing them and See, like and that's and my stroking their neck like, and all that good stuff. Then they fall in love and then they want to come back and then I ain't got time. Okay, but I like a good, you know, like a good passionate kiss really sets the mood for like you know some good fucking. So, honey, well, I'm gonna speak on it because I'm in a relationship, honey, <laughs> and we have had a threesome. So. <laughs> I guess it's like you have that conversation. So I'm gonna say for my partner, for you know, you know, I'm gonna use him for example. Hey, babe. So <laughs> he don't like all that extra like mushy bullshit like okay. with these niggas, like because that's not what we here for. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we here for the web, babe. Thank you, ma'am. Do what you need to do. Like see you on your way. Mm-hmm. But it's like sometimes he understands. You know, I am a sensual being. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I'm gonna get into that that moment into that space, you know, like it. We gonna have to have like some kind of you know intimacy, or because it's like you know I don't want to just be feeling like an old slut over here, you know, <laughs> like you know we still you know they still put me on my pedestal, worship me, you know. So, but it's like I feel like you have to have those conversations, and you know even like with like certain people, like okay, well you may I get y'all may can do this or whatever, but this person right here, like, okay, we ain't doing all that with this person. With that like, one yeah. person. Yeah, so it's like, okay. you just gotta have those have those conversations. And those are like, I think, those those tough conversations that people don't want to have because they just want to, you know, just run into the fucking, you know, they want to get straight to it. Yeah. But, you know, for your relationships to still, you know, you know, go on past, you know, the threesomes and all that other stuff, you got to have that communication. So, you know, you know, hurt your partner's feelings or something. You know, you don't want them to feel sad. That is true. You know, fucking supposed to be happy. So what, okay, so you getting ready to have a threesome. What are the things that you need to discuss with your partner? If you have one, what are some considerations that you should probably bring up? Okay, so who we fucking? Who we you fucking? know, that's like the most. That's the main. That's the most important thing. Okay. Like, who, who is this? Okay, you know, like because you know what, you don't want it to be like somebody who like it ain't gonna be like none of your ex lovers or no no shit like that. Okay, that's know. actually probably. I was about to push back right because you, know, you never know nowadays in Atlanta. You know, like these kids yeah. do the most. Like you know, <laughs> like you can't put nothing past them. You know. <laughs> Like, because I know some people, like, I know some couples who are married, like, and they only have threesomes when they're out of town or out of the country. Okay. You know, they'll be like, okay, well, bitch, we in Peru. Like, you know, right. let's do what the locals do literally. Okay. You know, so you never know. So not playing in your... In your comfort zone. Your, in, okay. Right. So let's not shit where we eat boom you know? because i have seen another couple too and i felt so bad for them so the they were in a relationship and they started having sex with this boy mm-hmm. and they were all three of them having sex but mm-hmm. it got to the point where only two of them was having sex mm-hmm. and you know the boyfriend was left out mm-hmm. and he felt some kind of way right. so it's like you can't have like 
where the people what a person thinks they finna come in here and be like boyfriend number three. Unless that's what you're doing. Unless, unless that's what you're unless doing. You're unless okay. that's what you're doing. Right. Okay. So just being clear on the boundaries with your your what do you call them? Snacks? So I call them like my Ladalian sisters. Unicorns. Like, honey, like those are just your like you're just you know what? One uh, a lady who I met when I was younger, I can't say her name on this podcast, but honey, she was married to a very successful man and she called them meaningless indiscretions that's what she got i just felt like that was just so fish when i heard okay. it like i was like this is an adult woman having a whole affair <laughs> like a meaningless indiscretion okay that sounds very soap opera it very, is she okay very she, very she bought her own whole house for her meaningless <laughs> indiscretions I support that. She bought. She literally her. She bought a house in her mama's name, mm-hmm. so her husband wouldn't know that it was in her name mm-hmm. or whatever. Just so, like, with her and one of her little meaningless indiscretions, wanted to get alone or whatever, like they could just go to her little house, honey. And she could drive there. Her the neighbors don't know nothing about the husband. They think she's a single woman who's home from time to time, mm-hmm. you know. But honey, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can actually see that having like a. That's actually very practical, just for. Any type of purpose. She called really. it the playhouse. You know, having a playhouse. She had a playhouse. Or playroom if you can't afford to. I mean, you know, rental prices in Atlanta ain't nothing to shake okay. a stick at. So I mean, that's why the kids have two bedrooms now. You know, maybe you need to splurge that extra five, six hundred dollars to get you a two mm-hmm. bedroom so you can have a red room. Have a dedicated office. Okay. <laughs> it comes in handy. I like it. So, um, okay, so you have a partner, you talk, you're having a discussion who you want to be in the threesome or the foursome or the moresome. I want you to know that whenever we're talking about this, we're not just talking about threesomes, we're talking about any multiple partner mm-hmm. experience. Because they have like whole sex parties here where honey, whole sex club. Honey, whole sex club. Shout out okay. and uh, well, rest in peace to the den. To the den, okay. <laughs> We still got flex. Okay, and the kids go to Tokyo every now and again. Oh, in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Damn. Honey, y'all kids better go before they shut that shit down. We just some sluts in Atlanta. They man. are. They it's are. Not, they, no, they, they are. are. They are. Honey, any random weekend, honey, you can get on Twitter, honey. They advertise at a party somewhere. They are. With, with a special guest. Okay, child. With a special guest. And sometimes it's a regular guest, like okay. a celebrity, and not even a porn star. And, and you know, honey, it's four star, honey, when they say they provide lube and condoms, honey. They do. Snacks. At full bar. Okay. Child, I remember this, you know. It's a different experience at the DM, you know. They used to have Capri Suns. And you know, I felt I never got a chance to go to the DM, I and I feel like I missed a, a time. You did miss a time, you know. Even if you go and just are watching, or you like, you know, you're like me, and you have like a voyeuristic spirit that just jumps on you. You know, you go to the den and you just watch all the people, you know, enjoying their lives. You know. With the Capri Sun and the snack cake. Would, Yes, with a Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure that you're hydrated. I'm here for that. Come on, you know? pouches. Mm-hmm. Here for that. And they were iced, too. Mm-hmm. I am here for mm-hmm. that. They provided, you know, lube and condoms. I'm here for that. Did they know? use them? That's their business. I'm here for that. You know, but I also think that brings up another point is you need to treat this like you are having sex, you know, normally. You should talk about, you know, if... Is any STIs or you know anything transmittable that you need to 
you know, mm-hmm. keep yourself abreast of with mm-hmm. your partners. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell y'all, you should be finishing all the antibiotics. Some of y'all don't. Baby. Finish sure. all the antibiotics. Make sure that you're up on your prep or, you know, your antiretrovirals if you're on those. And, you know, just be candid and courteous when you discussing, you know, um, STIs, you know. Also, in order to take the stigma off of it, let's stop using words like, oh, I'm clean or, you know, like, I'm not dirty. Let's use adult words, you know, like, I'm free of any sexually transmitted infections or, you know, you can tell someone that you are undetectable or whatever, what have you, just being honest with your sexual health um, mm-hmm. status. That's very important. Okay. So we've covered honey, that. Would, honey, if these kids would start doing that, honey, it would be more happy hoes out here in these street fighters. Did you say homes or Happy hoes. Happy hoes, okay. honey. Happy hoes. I'm with that definitely. Right, but it would be happy hoes too, honey, if be, the kids are <laughs> okay. let the girls know what's going on. Okay. I'm gonna support that. <laughs> okay, so hoes. now we are gonna set the scene. So you talked about everything, you pick the people that you want, your unicorns, your snacks, your meaningless indiscretion. Where is it happening? I don't suggest you do it at your house. Or, you know, like anywhere that feels comfortable because like you definitely don't want that energy to be there, you know, like after you're done or whatever. If something goes awry, you probably want to not have the memory of like, you know, having to throw out somebody in the middle of a session in your bedroom. You know, so I say I'm the opposite on that, honey. Have you ever seen that TV show called She's Gotta Have It? I, I honey, have. you know, Mama got her loving bed, honey. <laughs> like, honey, I have a particular loving bed, okay. And if, honey, okay. I just feel comfortable there, okay. I yeah. and I can I can agree with that. I and plus, like that. these kids, like, honey, I don't want to go to their houses, like, honey. Some of them got roaches, like. Well, I'm saying maybe they maybe don't have a bed on the floor, girl. Maybe honey. splurge for like a nice hotel room or like a suite or something like that. See, I've tried to have people come to my bed, but then they want to stay, and I'm very generous. You can do whatever you want to do in my bed except sleep. You do have to leave. And so I don't want to have. You don't want you him know, to get too comfortable. I don't want to be hemming and hawing, you know, like uh, with you. I want you to, you know, after you're done, you know, take, gather your belongings. Take the warm towelette <laughs> that's provided okay. so that you can, you know, wipe yourself off. Take one of the gift bags that's next to the door on your way out. And I want you to make sure that your Uber arrives. Honey, now you didn't have a gift bag, honey, because I have seen how the kids have like yes. little gift bags. And they have like little, yes. like little nachos yes. and, you know, a little soda can. Yes. They may even put like a little $20 in there for, yeah, for lunch yes. the next day. Yes. Like, like a nice little parting gift. Correct. Okay. Yes. I keep, um, so I can't say the brand, but I keep Moist Towelettes. There's a bottle of water. Um, there's usually a piece of fresh fruit if I have, you know, something. You love them, don't you? And then I do, and uh, then like a, and then maybe like a bag of chips. Um, and he'll put fresh you know, fruit in there, honey. Um, <laughs> some gum, and then you know, like something as like a party gift, like a ten dollar bill or twenty dollar bill. Honey, y'all kids you know. better take note, honey. He putting uh, that fresh fruit in there for fiber, honey. I do. Honey, you he know. keeping the girls regular, mm-hmm. you know. And then I keep a nice 
set by the door, five or six bags, you mm-hmm. know, grab one of your particular fancy on the way out. Um, and then have a, good, have a good have a good that's a part of setting the experience up because mm-hmm. it's all about really, the experience that's really what it is you know like I like to try to set the ambiance uh-huh. you know I want you to you know really enjoy your time you know because that's really what we're doing now we're not selling commodities anymore so the kids are selling experience right, right I'm here for that you know it's very nice you know you get the red carpet treatment when you come in you know during and after you I'm know for that. but I have to encourage you to Get to the after. You got to leave. You can't stay. You know, you cannot stay. What do you think happens, like, let's say if a couple, like, has, like, a threesome or a morsome or a foursome, whatever they're doing, and then they get home and they feel like, okay, well, one of them doesn't want to do it anymore, but then another one wants to go, got their entire life. So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm going to keep this anonymous, but I did have... I guess they're not my friend anymore because they don't talk to me anymore because I told them. How they were fucking had to tell the story. <laughs> but, um, you know, they, it's a married couple. Um, they are polyamorous mm-hmm. and they were going to sex parties. But, you know, of course, one is a top, one is a bottom. And, you know, in Atlanta, they say we have a shortage of tops. So, of course, the top is going to be, you know, Swimming in it when he gets to the sex party, the bottom not so much, and so Child, you know you what know, I say about that, honey. She need to step her pussy up. I mean, honey, shit like that don't happen when you got honey get bombed pussy, honey. But I mean, like that whole it kind of caused like a rift in their their marriage or their relationship, which was to me ironic because the bottom was the one who suggested it. And, you know, the top was actually very reluctant to go to the Uh, sex party. Because he knew what was up. And so now, you know, like the top is just going ham. Like, I mean, he's going balls to the wall. Literally. Literally. (laughs) But, you know, like the bottom in the relationship is feeling like, you know, that his husband is not really wanting to do anything else. Like he now, in order to get him the most aroused, he has to be in a he group setting. He has to have that overstimulation. And it, I think that our friendship kind of went left when I kind of introduced that, you know, like, Hey, this is kind of your fault because you guys didn't have the conversation of you know like what this all would mean and you pushed him to have an experience that he really didn't want to have at first now you're kind of regretting the fact that now he's getting his life um, and this all could have been avoided if you guys had communication but that's so sad though because it's not even really the communication to me I feel like that's jealousy because I feel like he would have been okay with the threesomes if he felt like you know they were both getting that equal yeah. he's just mad yeah. because his man is out here you know sticking these bottoms and he's just mad about it and that kind of brings up like the whole sense of what entitlement I you know that jealousy the whole thing with I guess if you're in a relationship and you have threesomes, foursomes, or moresomes, is the idea of compersion. That's a big word for Come on for the compersion. Let's break that word down for the compersion. Compersion is when you have um, the feeling of, you know, pleasure by seeing your partner being pleasured by somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's completely... um, It's completely... uh, What's the word am I looking looking for? 
Not couple. <laughs> but I am. But sidebar to that. I have been watching cuckold porn, and I don't know why that just gets me where I need to go now. But okay, that, look, that okay, I'm gonna tell you why. I think the reason why. Okay, so I like cuckold porn, and I want to be like the one that's in it, that's fucking like the husband and the wife. Mm-hmm. Like that's what really gets my mm-hmm. rocks off. Mm-hmm. That's the, the good cuckold bisexual. Yeah, the good bisexual. I have no idea why that just gets me where I need to go, but that does it for me. I'm just, it really does. And but, it's like, you know, like I'm going to take your wife and you. Like, <laughs> that's hot. But um, compersion is like the vicarious. That's the word I was looking for. It's the vicarious pleasure that you get from just seeing your partner have pleasure with somebody else. And apparently that is the healthy portion of polyamory you it kind of eliminates the feeling of jealousy that you have because you appreciate your partner being loved being loved by somebody even if it's by somebody else um not gonna lie don't know if i'm there yet (laughs) with the compersion aspect i don't know i don't of course like i have not had any threesomes while I've been in a relationship. The closest I was going to get was, and you remember the midget, but uh-huh. Uh-huh, you, you. who should not be named. <laughs> the closest we got was we were going to recreate how we met. Uh-huh. Um, like we met at his birthday party mm-hmm. and we... Maybe that was a scene. <laughs> I was the stripper at his birthday party and we had sex in front of all of the birthday attendants. Well, that you see, we, I said it was we, a scene. We, but. we were, we were going to recreate this by going to like a sex club and then just having sex. We were going to be exhibitionists in front of other people. That was like the most we were going to do as far as like a polyamorous thing. But again. I don't know how I would have felt if, like, somebody tried to join in and then he, like... But also, that was not the healthiest relationship. Maybe maybe being in... (laughs) Maybe being in a healthy relationship, I might feel differently. But who knows? You know, like, I'm open... What I say now is that I'm open to the idea of polyamory um, in the setting of a relationship. Mm. Now it doesn't really matter because I'm single and ready to mingle and we can do whatever is clever in my bed. Like I said, as long as you go home, mm-hmm. as long as you don't stay, Child, this is I'm not a slumber all party. The foolishness. I think too, like people need to have like real conversations with like what works for them in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I think so many times like we get into a relationship and we say, oh, well, it just has to be the two of us because this is what society says right. is like a healthy, happy like relationship. Like we can't do what we want to do. You know, we got to do what they tell us to. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, people just got to, you know, just do what works for them. Like if you want to have like a little threesome or foursome, like or more so get your life, you know. I'd want to know what it's like to have like twenty. Never mind. All right, so we spend... <laughs> wait a minute. Somebody, next episode. So, so the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a wonderful episode here on Correct's Guide to Getting A in the A. I want to always thank my lovely executive producer Blindy for 
just being the awesome creative and just amazing producer that she is. Also stepping in with the questions because she had questions. Yeah, okay, today. okay. And we're going to make sure we answer them too. <laughs> and I also always want to thank the Petty Princess, my bestie Travis, for coming in, laying it down like she always do. Yes, doing it. <laughs> and we hope that if you do need tips and tricks to getting A and the A, Please like, subscribe, coming back to the correct guide. Deuces! See you later. Bye.